All right, guys, welcome back. It's been a while, but welcome to another episode of the Mastery Podcast with your host. I'm Master Chris Malarkey, fifth degree black belt in traditional Taekwondo. And today I have the special privilege being joined by this brother on the opposite side of the screen from me. Um, before we go any further, I want you guys to hit that like, follow, or subscribe button located somewhere on your screen. That way I can keep bringing this awesome content to you. Um, and without further ado, the owner of AV General Contracting, located all the way in Ohio, a very talented craftsman. Um, had the pleasure of working with uh, also a black belt in Taekwondo. Um, yeah. So we share a similar background um, and ethos as well. I've had the, the great pleasure of uh, being around this brother for many years. Um, so without further ado, Avante Harrow, welcome uh, to the podcast, brother. How you doing over there, man? I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for the, for the nice introduction. Of course, man. Of course, of course. Um, well, obviously you do your black belt, right? Uh, starting with that, how did you get involved, you know, in martial arts? Okay, martial arts, uh, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I was at a point in my life, I was kind of reinventing myself. Um, I was already uh, studying carpentry at the time. I've been doing carpentry since I was like 20. So I've been doing carpentry for a long time. Um, but um, as far as martial arts, I was look, I'm all, I felt like, I feel like I'm an athlete. So I was looking for a new sport. Gotcha. To say the least. And um, there was a, a school down close to mine. I kind of checked it out. I was like, man, this, this is pretty dope. Let me, go, let me go in there and check it out. So I got the free class. We got the free class, wrote me in with the free class. Like, oh yeah, what's there to lose? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the first, after the first class, I was hooked, man. I was like, yo, this is where I need to be right here. Like no further questions. What do I, where do I sign? How much is it? Like, let's do it. Beautiful. So, so yeah, that's how it started right there. How can, can you describe the process for the like average listener um, who may not be privy to um, what we do in per se in the martial arts and going all the way from a white belt, right? Day one to black belt, which could be day, you know, 3,055. What's the process like if you had to break it down from your perspective of going from white belt to black belt in martial arts because i wanted to take this uh to another level with regard to something else but i wanted okay. to take it away that's a very good question that's a very good question man a white belt it's like a little a little newborn baby you know what i mean you know what i'm saying it's a newborn baby that's just like oh, wow you got all these questions and you know you you might be scared to do things wrong, or you might be, you know, it, it's it's almost hard to describe, but it's like a journey. It is a journey, but you don't see it as that until you're like, man, I want that black belt. Like, you know, I had I had the uh, once I started, I don't have a problem with dedication, so I was already dedicated from the go, from the get go. Now, if you're not dedicated and you're, you know, you. You know, I, I also didn't get caught up with what we were wearing and and things we were doing. I was like a student. I, I, I was like, I want to learn, you know what I'm saying? So some people get mixed up with, you know, how they look and how they're being perceived from the outside world. I didn't have any of those issues. So, um, you know, it was a little bit easier for me to dive in um, head first, like, you know, um, 
what is it going to take for me to get the black belt? That's really the ultimate goal. Gotcha. For me. When I saw that, I was like, I want that black belt. Right. You know. So um, so it, yeah, starting off, you know, you're so intrigued. There's so many different things going on, and then you got a little bit of uh, fear because it's a contact sport. You know what I mean? Fear is good, a little bit. You know what I mean? You don't want to live your life by fear, but you want to. You know, those instincts are going to kick in. Like you know what I'm saying? Whoa. You know, I might get punched or something, or or he might miss the pad or something. Right. You right. might get hurt. Right. So you you uh you you kind of look past once you can look past those type of things, um, and then you start getting stripes and rewarded for your efforts, and it's just like, oh, I need more and more and more and more. If that answers your question. Gotcha. So taking that mindset is a great way to to analyze that. Now. On my end, I've taken uh, I've taken martial arts literally as adopted it as a lens to look at not other martial arts per se so much as I look at life on my end. Okay. So I feel like there are stages, right? These belts really do, even though it sounds cliche. Right. We go as human beings, we go through stages of life and ranks, right? Where you know, I may feel like a black belt today being dad or a husband, but realistically tomorrow when I wake up, I really do go back to being a white belt, right? Because I haven't mastered that day at all. You know, the goal is to try to do, you know, whatever I did great the day before to try to put in the day after. And sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. That's sort of the human experience. Um, But I find that there are sort of belts we can apply in different aspects and corners of our life to, with respect to certain things. Now, you're also a master craftsman. What I would say, what I would call a master craftsman, you, you work with your hands and you build these amazing things, sinks, bathrooms, and it's just you, like straight up. So when you're sort of like, you know, kind of like Da Vinci, like when you're building things and installing things with your hands, is that all natural for you or do you take any elements, I wonder, from your time in martial arts and blend that in uh, to sort of assist you when you go and sort of switch, uh, you know, switch mindsets for that, for your business? Oh, absolutely. I would say it's a little bit of both. Okay. It's a little bit of natural ability and there's a little bit of um, just repetitive nature always trying to strive to get better every single day, even if it's a little thing, you know, something you notice six months or a year ago, like, wow, I got some improvement on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like I can't, I can't um, stress how, how you, how I can't stress enough the importance of knowing this life is a journey, taking, taking your uh, white belt to black belt is a journey. Going from starting, no, figuring out what career you want to do. That's uh, that's a that's a big that's one. A, that's the big one. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's hard to do. You know, you're gonna commit your whole life to to uh, one career. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but uh, step by step, right? You know, not to overwhelm yourself. You yeah. have to do this as a journey. So, um, a couple of things that that really. Uh, I, I want to implement as far as, and, and everyone needs to take this with a grain of salt. This is just my opinion. This is what works for me. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's different. The key is, is to find yourself, to 
mm. find yourself and first off give yourself self-love you know what i'm saying self-love if you're not loving yourself then a lot of these principles that we talk about is not going to work you know what i'm saying right you know it sounds so you know we talk about it all the time but to really love yourself for all your mistakes and and uh you know flaws and not being perfect nobody's perfect but um having that self-love is going to propel you in anything you do then it's going to give you the confidence that you need to basically i would say uh for black uh for martial arts you need to it's a repetitive thing you need to attend three four classes a week right if you're not putting in that work to do that you're not going to propel as, as same as life as far as a career if you're not if you're going to school and, and you're taking two weeks off of school or you're not taking your test series serious it's the same thing you gotta you gotta love yourself enough have the confidence enough to basically say i'm the man in this you know what i'm saying that's what you ultimately want to do i'm the man or the woman you know what i mean this is what i do and wake up every day learning or wanting to learn, put in the work in to um basically advance through this journey if that makes sense yeah how many that makes that's it's a great jumping off point to like sort of the next thing that I wanted to transition to. So you seem to stress like the mentality, like almost a student's mentality, but consistently, consistently. not being a student for just a period of time in the journey, but being a student throughout the journey, if I'm hearing you oh. right. So, and that's very rare. To, I mean, now I, you know, I obviously teach a lot and have you know trained you know x amount of students or and been here and been there but it's rare to find you find people that are enthusiastic about it but when that enthusiasm wears off yes initial enthusiasm wears off where you know it doesn't have that same allure to you as the first day and it starts to change a little bit oh yeah and you start to notice students um you know who you'll start to people will start to essentially separate themselves right and not just respectable with martial arts but with anything right but they're initially interested in anything you kind of are like you try to you try to get your college degree in that thing right. right from the jump and you know after a while that wears off and you're like all right i can get my high school diploma after a while you're like all right you know i'm good with grade school you know so it's right. like people seem to go uh, seem to have a downward trajectory with their interests in terms of how they apply themselves, you seem to really live the lifestyle of someone that's committed to being, to learning really every single day, even though you're already fantastic at your craft from so many different angles. You know, I've seen you lay floors. I've seen you install showers, sinks, kitchen cabinets, oh, yeah. um, you know, top to bottom. I've seen, I mean, it's really, it's really fascinating to watch someone build, look at something, right, that doesn't initially look like much, kind of right. similar to how I would see a student, and I'd be like, all right, that person is going to be pretty good, if they put in the work. There's you know? two things, Yeah. two things, uh, let me add to that, there's two things that get you to that point. First off, you have to have vision, that is, that's it, if you don't have vision for your life or for what you want to be doing, then you're gonna it's gonna take you a little bit longer 
<laughs> to nah, get, I'm not going to say you're not going to get there. It's just right. going to take you a little bit longer because you're going to be scatterbrained. Right. You're going to be oh, two weeks here, two weeks there. You got to have, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to set out to do and, and make a plan. And then to get to that plan, which I love TKD Taekwondo so much for this. You know what I'm about to say. That's it's, so. It's the discipline. Yes. Yes. Self-discipline, all types of discipline. If you don't have discipline to carry out your vision, then you're just spinning your wheels. Right. Right. You're spinning your wheels. You can have all the enthusiasm in the world. But I say about green belt, blue belt, you start to think, do I really want to do this? About a year and a half in the T TKD. Halfway along the journey. Halfway. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. You're like, man, whoo. It's just, you get to thinking about dropping out and it's like, Where's that vision? Where I want to be? I want that black belt. You know what I mean? Um, and, and sometimes it can get repetitive in a TKD. And also in the carpentry, you do the same thing over and over. Right. But it's the foundation. It's the repetitiveness. You know what I mean? So when I go um, do a, a sidekick, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just doing a sidekick. You know what right. I mean? But you, you're training yourself in, in the, uh, in the um, what is it, the basics that you do. You know, you're, you're training, training your body, your muscle memory, but it's the same thing with putting a tub in. You, you put a tub in. I just put a, a, a my first tub in like maybe like uh, three weeks ago or something. Wow. But I paid somebody to do it. So I watched them. You right. know what I mean? I'm learning, actively learning right. um, and, and paying attention to everything that all the details that go into it. So now getting with that now, four or five tubs from now, it's going to be like, oh. you know, I ain't even going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be like, man, you get that level. Doop, doop, broop, broop. <laughs> Check, please. <That's> <laughs> you know what up. I'm saying? But it's the repetitiveness. Uh, you know, that's what people failed at. Nobody want to put the work in. You know what I'm saying? Um, putting the work in is where you get the results. Discipline and, and vision. And if I can add to that, right, it's putting the work in really when you don't want to put the work in that day that's the most significant or that week or you know because you can easily get into the mentality of right and it's so simple to just you know thoughts really dictate everything right okay. it's, i can say you know what i want to relax today and then you know that day turns into the next week that week turns into the next month and all of a sudden now you're you know x amount of times further away from your golden you know, had you just taken off the day because you actually needed the day. Um, and I see the discipline aspect, at least from my end, um, as really a different word. It's not really discipline so much, I think, as being open to change. Okay. So let me explain what I mean. So if there's someone, you know, like, let's say you have a significant other and they say, you know what, let's do, uh, you know, I think we need to revisit this. And, uh, I, you know, you changed along the way somewhere. You're like, well, neurophysiologically, you're thinking, wait, hold on a second. You don't want me. Right, right. Oh, what they're saying is, are you open to mm. exploring a deeper level wow. of doing this? So it's like, okay. can you discipline because you can apply discipline across relationships. You can apply discipline across finances. You can apply discipline across many different things. And some people just apply discipline in their field. 
not in their life. Wow. So it's, it's, that's what I've noticed. And it's trying to get further and further away from, especially just me teaching, making sure that I'm doing three times as much work on the, on the outside and off the mat, right. As I am on the mat. Cause you never right. feel hypocritical when you pay that guy, I guarantee to put the tub and I guarantee you didn't like, ah, you do this. Let me know when it's done. I'll come back. You right. want to stay and absorb, right. Process somewhere, go back to it. Maybe you pay one more guy. You're like, all right, the third one, I got to put my hands on this. Even if I oh, fail. Definitely. Um, so that, oh, that's the most important one. Even if I fail, man. Even if you fail. Man, are, that's so important. Are you are you afraid to fail? Absolutely not. Why Absolutely is that? Not. Because that's when you get the greatest lesson, man. You get the you learn <laughs> sometimes it's better to learn what not to do than what it is what to do. You know, those are some great lessons in there. There's I mean, all all about perception, right? And then and then not, you know, take, you know, people say, man, I took an L. You, you didn't take an L. You just, you you took an L if you didn't learn nothing from it. Right. You took a lesson. Yeah, yeah. Right. You took a, you learned a lesson. That's what you did. You know, right. it, it might not, you know, it might not be the most beneficial uh, thing that happened to you because you wanted it to be quick. Right. But, you know, you maybe have to, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. Yeah. That's some very important. Not, not being, you know, you, to, to own a business, you have to you have to take a leap, man. A leap of faith. Is, a is, leap. It a, now be honest, is it a big leap or is it a small leap? It is the biggest leap you ever gonna do. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the Matrix leap. You know what I mean? They be flying like, you know, don't look down. Yeah, you over there, you over there flying. You yeah, know what that, I'm saying? <laughs> you couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better myself. To be honest, that's it. That's a great analogy. Now you're also a musician. You drum. Yeah. You got a you got a drum a huge drum page. Me and you always vibe on music oh, yeah. amongst many other different things. Um, I feel like I see the discipline you're talking about with respect to your hobbies as well. Because you're yeah. not just an accomplished craftsman. Um, and Carpenter, you're an accomplished musician too. Um, on top of being, you know, husband and on top of being black belt, on top of being brother. So it's like, how do you maintain discipline through all of those like big areas of your life? How do you maintain discipline as, you know, a part-time musician, if you will, unless you consider yourself a full-time musician that just no. practices part-time? Oh, no, um, actually, Man, playing drums is my first love. Man, okay. I, I, I love playing drums. Like, I'm completely free when I'm playing drums. But you still have to pay the bills. Yeah. And also with that, just for me personally, I just I just could never vibe with the um, music industry and how they treat each other. Mm. You know, I'm like, ah. You know, it's just some, some, stuff, some stuff that just I don't agree with. So I, I, I was like, Okay, you know, I, I didn't finish um, um, school for music, but, you know, I can still, I'm still good at something else, you know, right. and in small tangent, pick something you're good at, and, you know, everybody follow your dreams, I get that, you know, maybe you can do that when you're like 18, 19, straight out the gate, right. and, and nothing happens, but, um, yeah, be realistic, and, and choose something you're good at. Gotcha. So, so, so with the drums, that 
the drums taught me how to practice. Like, interesting. Yeah, it taught me it taught me the discipline to before martial arts. Right. Because martial arts, I, I started martial arts when I was about twenty eight. I've been playing drums since I was about thirteen. Wow. And, and yeah, I've been playing drums for a while. So I don't know many many styles, and I can incorporate that as a, as a business owner. I I I have to be able to com, com, do everything. You know what I'm saying? If somebody walk out the door and say screw you i'm not doing i gotta the job gotta get done right you know and so I, i'm trying to make myself i don't put myself into a box you know what i mean i try to learn as much as i can do as much as my, i can and that's with uh with the drums i, I want to play all styles i want to play uh marimba you know what i mean that's just that you just won't, don't want to limit yourself the more you do the less you wait gotcha. so um that's what taught me how to you know do a paradiddle you know, I'm sitting there doing paradiddles for five hours. You know what I mean? In college, I would I would wake I would go to school. You know, I, um, I was behind on reading music, so I had to put in a lot of effort to read music. Right. So I'm putting in. I, I go to the student uh, hall and I'm, or uh, music hall. I look at the time, I, and I look up. It's it's dark outside. I've been practicing for ten hours. You wow. Know and like, and this is daily. You know what I'm saying? So that really installed in me, like practice and repetition and, you know, um, coordination building and all that good stuff. So, yeah, but um, if I answered the question right, yeah, I, that's, that was, that was the foundation that, that I, I could apply to um, martial arts and then later to my business. That's beautiful, man. So you actually got the discipline. I'm thinking, you know, it was the carpentry and martial arts sort of at the same time, not even thinking music sort of in the timeline really preceded all that stuff. Right. And then taught you, I guess, how to look at accomplishing a goal, a long-term goal, because, you know, going from white belt back to martial arts, white belt to black belt, you know, in Taekwondo, typically about two to three year process, right? Um, you may be able to cut it down in like two, two and a half if you're going four times a week, uh, five times a week, um, right. you know, so you sort of already knew what the game plan, you already met, laid out maybe like a cerebral game plan, if you will, of how to, how to attack this goal and yeah. chip away at it. Even though, right, which I talk to my kids about all the time and adults, is to detach yourself from effort to result. Hmm. Because just because I work hard at it doesn't mean I'm going to achieve the goal there's gotta be more than just working hard going on behind the scenes. There's gotta be working smart to some degree. Uh, there's gotta be, uh, you know, you essentially create your own luck because you work hard, right? But right. you have to have desire and intention which shapes all of the other sort of subconscious actions around, you know, when you're not practicing or doing whatever, you know, you're trying to do, I think. Um, but there's, there's, you know, it's almost like you, are, you already found you already had like the, essentially the map, the roadmap of how to really get a black belt. Did it surprise you when you got one, when you got your first degree black belt? Did it surprise you like how long it took you or was it more like I planned this out and I achieved the goal now? It was more, it was more um, I planned it out, but also while I was getting my black belt, I was building the dojo. So Yes. Was, literally it, right talk about talk about that please it was insane that was uh that. 
an insane moment of my life, man. <laughs> I've never I heard, worked. I heard a little bit about it. <laughs> I never worked so hard in my life. That's the first time I literally worked like 24 hours straight. Wow. Like, like it's it don't matter. It got to get done. You know what I'm saying? So so in between short story, uh, in between um, red belt, black belt, got an uh, I got an opportunity. I, and at this time, I was working a day job. Right. But I was working this day job, and I hated every day of my life. I I like knew it was time. To go, I had already been like working a day job and trying to um, build up a side business. It was just a side business at the time. I was still working a lot. So I got an opportunity to um, basically um, be a general contractor or do a lot, just a lot of the work for for the uh, for the new dojo over at Master Mars Taekwondo. That's that's the home right there. I see y'all in a little bit. Yeah, and shout out to Master Mar and and, uh, and and Master Bayless Mar, man, they they trusted me, you know, but because they they saw who I was and who I am and in my heart and and like I take TK, I take anything I do serious. It's not a like it's not a game. When I'm in TKD, I'm not playing. You know what I mean? I'm, there's no jokes out here. I'm I'm dead serious. You know what I'm saying? So. They saw that in me and, and they trusted me and it came out, man, I mean, it's still standing today. Ah, <laughs> it looked, yes, it looked, yes. It looked great too. So, but in that period of time, I, I was, I had started a company. I was, that was, that was my first job as AV general contractor. Wow. Uh, starting a company with no, I mean, that's a whole nother uh, topic with no uh, loan, business loans, no, right. no, generally no help i had a couple of solid guys shout right. out to brandon newbie um shout out brandon yeah he was my right hand man and uh i i like to work alone because i ain't got all this in my head you know what i mean or or no you know what i mean just just people who don't get along i actually did had a uh a disagreement with a guy i mean it was crazy but um it all worked out but yeah at that time, man, I was doing, I was, I was basically staying in shape, doing the work that needed to be done and remembering all my patterns. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, hopefully I didn't get off topic, but. No, but how, but how, like, like, how long did it take? You said there's like your first, then your first big job which I was personally really proud of you Thank watching you. how you came, how you made the leap, maintain all of these other parts of you. I always think about life like strings and mm -hmm. there are horses attached to those strings. Sometimes you give it a little slack <laughs> and sometimes you gotta, sometimes you got, you forget one time, you gotta get pull here. And oh, pull I like that. Here. So I was like, how is he maintaining, you know, when you see someone work, it's great, we all clap. Then you're like, all right, where is the with there's like there's neglect somewhere? Where is this person not pulling back from or be able to maintain? And it looked like you were able to maintain like you know all of these elements going on while sitting there working probably overnight, working early morning um, to get this place done. All because you know this one special man says, "Hey, I got a goal. I, I need you. You're the guy for the job. I'm trusting you, and you know what that means." Oh, yeah. And it's a very special kind of when someone puts their full confides and their full trust in you, it does change 
how you approach the goal, right? Oh yeah, you can't let them down. You, you can't, can't let them, them you can't let them down. Not an option. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so like from start to finish building that school. How long? What was the time frame like? Really? How how long did you have to really work on it, get it done? Man, that time. And were, there, and were there any setbacks? How did you deal with any setbacks? If any? There was there was a couple of setbacks. The time frame for that was eight weeks, brother. Wow, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight yeah. long weeks. Eight long weeks from start to <laughs> from start to finish. That was, it was eight weeks, including so, Saturdays and Sundays. Oh yeah, I, I mean, what those are just regular days so you can get Prime up time. and work. You know, Prime what I'm got you. Okay. So so there's a uh, um, there's a I hate to say it this way, but it is what it is. Uh, there's a, a method that as a business owner, small business owner, when you first start that you have to go by. It's it's basically really no one really cares about how you feel at the moment. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Is a formality. You right. Know? right. It's a formality. But when it comes down to work getting done. Right. It don't matter. <laughs> only only thing that matters is the work being done. Is it done? And, and if you can adapt, adapt that mindset, you know, when you get weak in the moments when you just, man, I've been working 10 hours, man. I'm tired. I want to go home, watch some TV. What? No, no, no. Right. Those kind of thoughts can't enter your brain. You know what I mean? You really got to be like, you really got to see the goal. You really got to um, basically have the vision, man. You have to, you know, it's, you, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? They, right. they, they, built that over however many years, thousands of years, however many years, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to take, sometimes you got to take it day by day. Sometimes you got to take it minute by minute. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I also had a back injury. Um, what that was, man, I was eating, eating uh, Advil like Skittles, man. <laughs> Every four hours, I'm making sure I'm, I'm cause it was, um, it was just, I think, I don't even know where it came, came from. It's just right. maybe overexertion. Right, but that was a uh, something that went on throughout the whole whole time. Um, it's a funny thing you can. It's not funny, but I can laugh at it now. There's <laughs> a, there's a, a kick that you got to do. Um, I forget what it's called. The final kick when you when you jump up and uh, jump front you know, kick. The, jump jump in front kick. No, no. Wait, what with the with the with the board? And yeah. You, Jump front okay. kick. Mm -hmm. Okay, jump front kick. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, you can see on one of the uh, videos, I, I attempted it and missed it, and you see me reach for my back. Oh. It, was, it was crucial, man. It was crucial. But guess what? It don't, that don't matter, man. I got to kick that forward, man. I got to get this black belt. Is it done or is it not done? It, exactly. Exactly. If you can have that mentality, you can go far. You can go really, really far. But that is like kind of a hardcore mentality. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, might need a break or might need some time off. To, oh, I need to heal. Nah, nah. you right. can heal when it's all done. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, basically, just have that determination. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna give this to you. You know what I'm saying? And there was another setback with the flooring. Um, I think I had made a mistake. Uh, I, I had a foreign flooring specialist come out there, and he was supposed to help me with the job. Ended up leaving, and uh, some most of the um, um, some of the team came and helped me put some of the floor down, which which was a godsend. Master Mark uh, basically like, come on, man, my guy needs some help. 
but I have miscalculated, um, uh, and it's on my page to miscalculated going over an existing floor. Basically, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a miscalculation, but it cost me. It cost me like that ate up most of the profit right there. Right. But instead of looking at that, like I want to give up all, you know, tail between my legs. Right. Eat up, got the floor ripped up, and everything still works today. And that was um, that was one of the roughest moments of it because everything else is pretty standard of what I do: framing, drywall. You know, I've done that. I've done that in commercial buildings all the time. But flooring is a little different aspect. Right. Especially commercial flooring of that size. We're talking about three three thousand square feet. So it's a lot of square feet. That's a lot of that's a lot of mess up. A lot of <laughs> yeah, correct, correct, correct. That's so not- so your so your mindset during that setback was I'm I'm gonna am I gonna turn how can I turn this now perceived obstacle into an opportunity in real time? Yeah. Not retrospectively. But right now, how right. do how do you how do you process that when you realize, hey, I'm about to lose some money that I just made off of this miscalculation? You know, you really got to you know, uh, you see, AV that is uh, that means something. You know, if it doesn't mean something to someone else, it means something to me. Hundred percent. And and my name, you know, that's all you have. Somebody out there in the street talking about you, and they all AV did this, AV did this. It'll be like what? <laughs> you're lying, man. AV, I know AV ain't doing none yeah. of that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because your name is everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, uh, not like Google's the best, but I can use Google as a um, as a just a landmark, so to speak. Um, a five star company on there. I say about ten reviews over four years. You know, it's hard to get people to re- get some reviews, but the ones I got on there, yes, it's because I bust my butt every day. I right. was respectful. You know what I mean? I just treated someone like they wanted to be treated. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in that moment, it's like screw the money. You know what I mean? We got to get this done on time. Right. You know, within budget. Right. The money gonna come back. The money gonna come to you. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're doing what you need to do and you're delivering, the money gonna come. It can't always be about finances. You know what I'm saying? Love that. That's where that's, we got that we got that worry. Everybody can see that worry, that integrity right there. Please. That's it, right behind me up there you gotta, for sure. You gotta have that integrity right there. If you oh. ain't got that integrity, then yeah, you gonna you can get all the money in the world and boom, it's gone. Correct. Gone just like that. You know. That's beautiful. Oh so, yeah. But you guys, but you guys, you ended up getting it done. It looks great. Um, it's in Shaker Heights, I believe, um, in Ohio, yes. Master Mars type one. So big shout out to those guys where I got my start um, oh, yeah. when he was here uh, in New Jersey. Um, great, great, great people, great people, great school. Like that's um, my, it's, it's literally my family. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how I feel as well. And I, I feel like in pockets of, um you know, hobbies and interests, right? There are essentially these communities of people where you can, it's literally an extension of your family. I, I always make make a point. I like that. My school, I when I speak to parents particularly, I said, you guys are an extension of my own family. So I'm gonna mm. hold your children to the standards I hold my kids to, you know, which, you know, is excellence that evolves, right? Um, you know, not that they're, you know, my kids have to have their homework done or they don't take my kids that live right here above me cannot take class if they don't have their homework finished. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a week. You can't. You don't come down. The homework needs to be done because that's priority one. Um, and then you know I'm checking all the other areas. You know you have your room straight. Are you you know because we're trying to. My job is to develop people, not necessarily martial artists, of course, but that's you know kind of a given. But I'm like I feel like I can do more if I try to develop people. Um, I like as well. And if I can do that at the same time, yes, it takes more work, um, but it's so much more rewarding to be able to do that. So I always treat, and I've always treated, I feel, um, the students that are the many students I've had the privilege of teaching um, as extensions of myself. Um, I like that. I, and I, like I think that. that that makes a big difference, a, com- a communal feel, right? Like you're you know, part of like, you know, a, a group of people that works with their hands as well. So it's like, you know, you're by, by relation, right, of doing the same kind of work and going through the same kind of struggles, you familiarize yourself and, you know, all those other barriers, like the color of your skin and your religion and your political life, all those things seem to drop because you're unified in what you do. I like that. Um, that's I think that's where I find the biggest, you know, because it's so weird. I could, you know, you could work, I could, you know, like you said it's not all about the money. I could be making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but will I be leaving impact is the question mm. at the end of the day. What's the impact? You know, and then obviously you have to find balance, which leads me to my next question for you, really. As a business owner, since you and I are both black business owners, where do you find if at all balance in work um, and your approach to it, you know, cause it's so easy. I know for my, for my wife has to pull me out of what I'm doing. Mm, yeah. So okay. I pull the plug in my back and be like, Hey, we're, <laughs> we're stopping now. I'm like, but I, but I was, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm just one more class. <laughs> right. right. And, and, and you can get so lost. And so like, again, I guess this is a bigger question, right? What's the real advantage of being so singularly focused? Because while you're, I've noticed, you can have a singular focus, like what martial arts teaches, how to focus and how to fine tune and tunnel vision things, right? But there's also gotta be some balance because while you're funneling here, you're also neglecting the outliers, right? So in in your life with, you know, all the work that you're doing, which your, your projects I've seen take weeks um, or days, you know, I, you know, I know it took, I initially had a different date to talk to you and you're like, hey, I need at least two or three weeks to finish said projects, right? Um, yeah, how definitely. do you accomplish balance in this, in this, uh, with all everything going on with inflation, with having, you know, sort of other people that are depending on you in your personal life, how do you find balance? That's a very, very good question, man. Sometimes, uh, to be honest, sometimes you're not able to. Sometimes you have to devote the time to where it needs to be. Right. Um, and and it's it will be up to, if you have a significant, significant other, you know, hopefully they're understanding to the point where they know what you're doing and, and they know where you are. And there's no issues where you can't go do what you need to do. But on the other hand, you still need to set boundaries, some type of boundaries. You feel your body breaking down. You, you, uh, you're about to get sick because you ain't slept in three days. You're going to have to take that day off, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to. If you don't, 
you, if you don't, bad things can happen. Put it like that. Yeah. I mean, it, can, it don't even have to be your fault. You could be, you can be um, driving or something, fall asleep on the road. I mean, that's your fault, but you know, that's not necessarily, you just been working too hard. You know right. what I'm saying? If right. you're not taking that time out to, to replenish yourself, um, you know, um, to see the other things that are being neglected, there, there's little signs that, you know, you hear, you hear your wife in your ear squeaking. Huh. She, need that, she need that time, man. You got to put the time in, you know? Sure. You, uh, so now I'm, I'm, uh, I've been implementing things like, uh, you know, I just try to implement things like don't work on the weekends, which is almost impossible, but don't, don't do, don't do AV general jobs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Physical right. labor during the weekend, you know, that's not always, uh, um, I don't always get to do that. Right. But, you know, I try to, to uh, like this winter, I just was juggling three jobs, you know what right. I'm saying? I can't stand doing that. But like, like I said before, no, nobody cares, you know, nobody cares. Nobody, you know, you know, just because it blended in or COVID or something happened, don't matter, job still got to get done. So, you have to just, you know, it's almost like putting fires out. You know, you see a little smoke coming up, you know, before that thing catch on fire, dousing right. down with, with a little bit of time or a little bit of, uh, hey, we, we'll sit down and, uh, you know, go out to dinner or something, you know what right. I mean? Or give your body some rest. That's pretty, pretty much the most important thing, yeah. uh, being a small business owner, right. is, is giving your body your body time to heal because we're going to always be there. We ain't going to always be here, you know? Right. That is true. And you don't want to speed it up by, Big point. by not, um, not resting properly. So the balancing, the balancing act is, is it's like Barnum and Bailey, you know what I mean? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, sure. That's it's certainly what it, uh, what it feels like. I was thinking, I was thinking to ask you also just, what's the what's the impact or the significance of being proactive and versus reactive Ooh. right like you were talking about putting out fires right but yeah. what about what about being proactive like ahead of you know making sure that that smoke doesn't come up from that one place because you know you're going right. to you know deck like i've been i've been down here today probably about 4 hours now which mm. is a large chunk of you know the day, but oh, yeah. you especially know, on a Sunday, especially on a Sunday. But I planned Friday and Saturday to be, you know, completely accessible, right? On right. the clock, you know, in essence, like you know, trying to make really an investment, right, back into the areas I know I'm going to neglect on a particular day, just because the work has to get done. Um, so, what in your in your field of work? What is, how can you be proactive and which one's better being proactive or reactive? Problems, need, problem solving, that kind of thing. Yeah, you need both. So okay. fortunately I was uh, born a natural problem solver. That's why I'm a general contractor. Love it. So, you know, I was, uh, I was um, taking, taking things apart, toys apart, fixing them at like a young age. Right. So um, problem solved. One second. Hey, Christine, can you give me 
One second. Uh, so problem solving um, was is basically a gift um, that I have. So I would say you need both because you need to be able to, like you said, see, you know, if you've been down that road and you know what's about to happen, you know, don't basically do the same thing that, you know, that, that, uh, that's gonna create the fire. Right. But I've also have another gift of um, um, learning from other people without them even knowing that I'm learning from them. Mm. So you, you have to be able to, you know, just be in this environment where you just like soaking in everything at all times, you know what I'm saying? Like being aware, um, you know, you never know what it, when it can benefit you and when it's going to resurface again. Right, right. So, so if that answers your question, um, reactive is more like instinct. Right. Proactive is like doing the homework. Right. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Gotcha. So you like you basically stay in this, and again, going back to mentality, right? Which is a lot of what this podcast is really centered around, right? Is mentality of people from uh, across various disciplines, music general contracting, uh, martial arts largely, right? As I'm branching out and talking to more people outside of the martial arts field, I find more and more similarities between what I do and what everybody else does, right? Their approach. And a lot of it seems to be regarded as a mentality. And it seems like being a white belt, regardless of being you know, a master in your field mm-hmm. is more beneficial than to have just sort of put a hard stop on, I'm done learning, this is what, this is what it is. Um, because let's face it, most people in many fields when they've reached or attained a certain status, stop learning. Definitely. In that Definitely. Field, regardless, regardless of the topic or concentration, you know, and I guess the learning curve does slow down, right? I mean, in the beginning, when you're picking up something brand new, of course, the learning curve is immense, right? It's literally infinite. But then as you as your interest wanes and your knowledge grows, that relationship between your interest and the knowledge you have, I feel, you know, creates the kind of student you're going to be in that field, right? Like, you know, we all know math up until a certain point, right? You know, as I right. talked to my children, I said, well, you're going to, it's mandatory you learn math up until a certain point. You know, do you need to do calculus three? I don't really know. Right. Depends on what you're going to want to do. But, you know, so far, you know, we need to get past algebra. And then, you know, you need to know how to do something with English up to a certain point. You need to know another language up to a certain point. So it's like you're, from what I'm hearing from you, A.V., you're just sort of, you know, constantly recruiting a day one mentality all the time. Like, and constantly recycling that mentality. And you've been doing, how long have you been doing carpentry work for? Uh, Carpentry, I've been doing that since I was about 20. About 20. And how old are you now? I am 34 now. So so. so you've got, so you've got 14 years, which, you know, you would, would you consider yourself a master in your field? Uh, At this point, I would say yes. Okay. And are you still hungry to learn more about what you're doing? 
Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just like that tub that we just put in. Right, right, right. You know? so, then, so then here's the big question: what what drives you to continue learning? We talked about you learning, but what drives you to learn? I I just honestly feel like I'm a student of life. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I'm never gonna stop learning. You know what I mean? Only time I'm gonna stop learning is when I'm not breathing. You know, if I'm watching TV, I'm trying to learn something. I just love to learn, you know what I'm saying? So it's, um, and I want to be financially stable. I also want to, you know, take care of my family if they need anything, you know, I want to be there for them financially. So, you know, there's a little bit of hunger there. And, um, you know, I want to, I haven't been, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon. So I've uh, worked for everything that I have, you know, people, some people nowadays, they see me like, hey, how you get that? How you get that? It's because I went to work every day, you know. It was, I've been in, where I've been in the trenches since 13, 14, you know what I mean? I want some money in my pocket, you know? I love it. How did you, from now, from when you started learning to now, if you had to give your younger self any advice coming up, what would it be? Hmm. A younger self. I would have to say, keep doing what you're doing. Okay. That's what, that's what I would have to say because, I mean, I wasn't the, I wasn't the uh, the student that, you know, I didn't, you know, there were some breaks in between my studying with carpentry and whatnot, but I didn't stop. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would just. I would, and no, you know what I would say? I would say, love yourself. Love yourself for who you are. That, that's got to be the most important thing that I didn't really uh, start implementing into my life until my, about my 30s. Um, true true self-love. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody's going to grow up with insecurities. They want to change about themselves, blah, blah, blah. But I'm talking about real self-love. If you can tap into some, to your, to, to loving yourself for who, who you are and learning yourself, then man, that that's gonna take you can do anything with that confidence, man. But without that confidence, you're gonna be shaky. You're gonna you're gonna let what other people's opinions um you know that's gonna that's gonna affect you and, and it could be in a negative way that hinders you if you don't have that self-love about yourself. If somebody tells you you can't do it, you know what I mean? You look at them, look at them crazy like you don't know, you don't even know who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you're just in tune with yourself. You know, like Cat Williams in tune with your star player. Like, man, that was that was everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that about Cat Williams. He got the funny delivery, but the message is like, right. man, if you really love yourself for who you are, then you you won't accept certain stuff. You know what I mean? You won't tolerate certain stuff. You know, even I mean? from yourself, right? Like when you look at the quality, the the high quality work that you do by yourself have you i i know you've done it i'm going to ask you i already know the answer <laughs> but i just want to hear how you phrase it because i've seen you work on stuff um i'm a big fan of yours i always have been watching you watching thank you, thank old you. stuff you're very welcome and i realized like this guy just doesn't accept anything less than a certain quality from himself on the job yes that is that true that is absolutely true. I got that from uh, this church that I grew up in, Cuyahoga Faith Center. Thank God for them. Um, that's where I actually learned how to play drums. And uh, the level was excellent. 
it was nothing but excellence. Gotcha. So that was instilled instilled in me for you know I mean it still is so you know and then um, where I went to school there, there was um, there was no tolerance for anything but your best only the best were here you know what I'm saying that's right. that's what was fed to us so it just kind of um, snowballed and, and just kind of um, meshed together the the uh, lifestyle and and the um, the uh, having a standard you know what i'm saying you want to you and having respect for your name you know what i'm saying that's really that's what it come down to you you want to you don't want to be like man ab did this and they looking all like they know this turned up you know what i mean you want to be like oh okay yeah I, my boy did that that looked good right you know what i mean and and uh never never stop learning and uh Take some lessons, man. You could get lessons anywhere, man. You could get some online lessons. That's a big thing. That's a big YouTube. thing. YouTube. I still take I still take drum lessons. Man. I've been playing drums for however many years. I still take drum lessons. Like wow. Once you think that you know it all, then just you, you're done. Right. Yeah, you've met, we've met people like that. We've met people who think they know everything. Every day. And sometimes um, and sometimes I'm even guilty of, you know, feeling like I've I've learned what there is to know in a given subject craft. Um, and then that thought immediately exits my mind. Cause I'm like, right. oh, now I got to look for the next thing to humble me. Right. Or to be a student, find a way to be a student again of the craft and look sometimes in different places you'll find, right. Like, you know, I've had this extensive relationship with BJJ now. And I went, and I remember my journey doing that because I felt I was really good at what I did in Taekwondo, but I was like, something's missing. You mm. know, I need to get humbled somehow. Man. It's hard to find, it was hard to find that. So I was like, all right, let me go somewhere where it's really easy to get humble day one, right? Uh, and uh, that's, you know, that's what my relationship with uh, this great instructor we have here um, coming to, to my school, uh, Johnny Garcia uh, from Brock's Martial Arts Academy. He's absolutely phenomenal. And I, and I knew he was phenomenal. Great brother. Um, was just here a couple hours ago running our uh, two seminars for us today. One for kids and one for adults. And uh, just keeps it fresh for me. And when I go back to Taekwondo on Monday, it's like, I'm looking forward to it now. Nice. Um, but I, I went outside of, you know, my comfort zone, right, mm -hmm. to find that. And many people stay in that one place and yeah. have their back, while you have your back turned, you know, there's so many things that your back is turned to. Um, if you're not being open to, to those possibilities, I, I find that, um, oftentimes uh, is, it's a very weird thing. Um, but I want, I'm winding down with you. I wanted to ask you one or two more questions, A.V. Oh, um, yeah. With respect to business um, and what you're doing and building, can you, or is it possible to detach yourself from your, from your business persona and what you do versus who you are? Ooh. I would have to say no. I would have to say my business is like a little infant, you know? Like I, like if a man can birth a baby, he birthed a business. 
you know, it, it needs attention. It needs attention constantly, constantly. And and you run your business almost to the same, uh, unless you just like have an alter ego or, or a different ter- personality. Right. You run your business on like your lifestyle, how you how you want to be treated. And we're we're providing a service. You know what I mean? When you go to a restaurant, you'd be like, man, that was some terrible service. You know, service. We're in the service industry, so right. you have to you have to know that every single every single encounter is an experience you know what i'm saying these people are having an experience if you haven't if with with my business there this whole if i'm there for four weeks every single day i come in there they're having an experience you know is it a good experience is it a bad experience is it a mediocre experience you know what i mean does it need improvement so I, i would say i would say no because if you do that, then you kind of live in a double life. You know what I mean? You almost living like a lie. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't even see if there's any other way for it to happen other than you just pouring everything you got into it. Unless you're like a trust fund baby who can just, just afford to lose. <laughs> That's not me or you. you know? so. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to put it all. You got to put every everything you got in if you want to take off, or at least at least have a some type of goal where you're like, okay, this is working. You know what I'm saying? This, I can do this, uh, or I'm happy. I'm happy where I am. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. about all about um, financial freedom. Yeah. Most importantly, controlling you know your own environment. That's my biggest thing. That's that's really why I, uh, I can go work for some people, but I like to. That's why I work by myself. I want to control my environment. You know what I mean? I want to set things up. I'm systematically, I'm a systematic person. Like, you know, I'm like, sometimes I'm not even realizing it, but I'm setting myself up for success every day. When I leave work, I'm making sure when I come back, it's clean. You know, I don't want to come back to a right. to, uh, some junk that I could have spent 30 minutes cleaning up. You know what I'm right. saying? You put that extra work in, you put the, you go the extra mile. You're not going the extra mile, then... It's, it's a dime a dozen uh, general contractors out here. 100%. Yeah, I would say. I think you're the best one in the, I think you're the best one uh, in that area, man, and beyond. Uh, I appreciate it, man. It's, 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 really, it's really picking up, um, you know what I mean? I don't know how I got to be the bathroom guy, but you know what I mean? I really, <laughs> I really like kitchens, you know what I mean? But I'm not about to complain about that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, let me add, let me add one more thing to that. Um, far as being well-rounded like I like how you put put your school your school in you're um you're implementing more than just TKD you know you're trying to hey there's more there's more that this is a martial arts community you know what I'm saying it's more than just uh specializing in one thing like if I just specialize in carpentry there's no way I would be able to do plumbing to put a tub in you know what I mean because I'm not allowing myself uh for that opportunity so you're going to be something a niche get you a niche but don't limit yourself to that niche you know what i mean because the more you do the less you wait you know and um yeah i like how you had your you know you're not scared to uh you had your white belt on we see you right there with the with the picture with the black belt on yeah 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 that's a different me (laughs) but but you had a you had a white belt on teaching your class i mean how humble how if you if you're not that humble if you don't if you can't see the the vision or the uh, correlation between being able to put a white belt on and, 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 and learn from the beginning again, then man, 
yeah. becomes a little tough. And, and it's not, you know, for me, it's not difficult. Um, I find it's actually very easy. Um, it's probably a little strange in interaction with students because I was at a white belt on and I was having them do patterns. They're like, well, why are you wearing that? You know, right, but I'm right. like, let's go. You know, that they understood, you know, and we'll probably talk about it because I'm, I'm very open with students in terms of talking to them about thought processes. Like, what did you think about, you know, not asking them leading questions. Like, was this like this, right? Like more like open-ended. Tell me about this experience we just had here. How did you feel with me wearing this? You know, what's going through their minds? Because I want that for both children and adults to guide them. It's not just for kids, right? How I'm teaching. And, you know, many adults need this and don't realize they need it. Um, Definitely. And, and, I, oh and I feel like it can, I'm going to reach as many people as I can while I got time on the planet. I'd be doing this when I'm in retirement. My wife knows that already. Um, you know, I'll teach some little beach classes for a half hour if I can, um, you know, so whatever my, whatever my older self looks like, uh, they'll probably still be doing some instruction, but um, I just find it simple to put yourself in a position where you're telling someone, hey, I'm learning without having to say it, um, mm. you know, wrapping a white belt around yourself and, you know, having someone come choke you out, you know, is hey. the ultimate way of saying, uh, I submit myself not to necessarily this person, but to this next process yes. um, and how to synthesize what I just learned with what I've been doing for over mm. 30 years now. Um, okay. It's finding the, the intersection. I think that's more important. And when I'm done, when I get whatever I get from there, I'm going to put my next white belt on. It's always about putting on the next, which is going, I think all back sort of the, the, right. the theme of what we're talking about is, being a consistent white belt, um, which is an interesting topic, right? It's got right. so much volume volume to it. And I guess that leads me to my last question for you, A.B., which is you and I both use our names for our business. Um, you know, we could call it anything, right? Uh, this, you know, I, my first school was Complete Taekwondo, and now I'm here at CMTKD, Chris Malarkey's Taekwondo, just using my you know, my birth name, right? And right. Um, I see you use yours. What is your name? What do you want your name to mean? What do you want your impact to be through your business? Hmm. I, I want it to be, that's a good question. I want it to be, first, I want the, I want the experience to shine. You know, I want it to be a, a trustworthy name. Like, hey, when I call this, when I call AV, I, I know what I'm going to get. Whatever he says is, is, is it is what it is. You can take it for, for what it is. Cause I, I'm a sharp shooter. I have no, no, I have no problem telling it how it is and how it should be and how it's going to be, you know, and, and you have to take charge in that. So I want my name to be basically like, if you're looking at me and seeing, seeing me from the, uh, working from the ground up uh, that you can do it too. You know, you can be an entrepreneur, like, um, you know, basically don't limit yourself, but I want it to be something that, uh, that basically I can transcend down if my kids want to do it, you know, if that makes sense, if, if I answered the question correctly. Passing on the skills. It's very, uh, that's a very um, noble, noble thing. I'll tell you, it's difficult. <laughs> because <laughs> right when you sit back you think you know you want to transfer the skill set to this person 
because it's like almost a selfish way of living on after you're gone. You know, people will remember you through the next, you know, iteration of you in a sense, right? right. And then I, I got to a point as a parent where I said, it doesn't matter that they're good at this at all. I just want them to know that I was around for them. Mm. And if they can, like, you know, my three-year-old daughter can kick better than I ever, ever, ever could. Um, you know, I don't spend 20 minutes a day with her kicking. We may spend like five minutes a day, um, but we do that every day. Yes. And that gives me the result. So even though she does it, you know, now she's asking me to teach with me. So I want to teach me. So she's trying mm. to skip a lot of steps. She'll <laughs> <laughs> be cold, man. She's going to yes. be cold out there. She, she might be. Um, and my two sons, my two boys who I love to death are, are, are fantastic uh, practitioners. And I've been just saying that I've been teaching my son since he was two and a half. And that was one of the first things I did with him was, you know, install, like, you know, cast off a video and kicking perfect kick technique but you know it's like that's cool but like maybe we do something that they want you know at some point in time and like that becomes our way to bond instead mm -hmm. of just me teaching you you teach me something too so i'm open to you know again discipline yes like i have a job to this is dad's job but i'm also open to what exploring what you want to do and kind of open to those other corners of myself outside of the work persona because when I hang out my when I hang up my belt just being honest when I hang up my belt right here it doesn't mm -hmm. go any further than the door um wow. you know it doesn't work in my house anyway I tried it <laughs> <laughs> especially with the wife it doesn't work like oh um, that's good Chris, Chris you're here right <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's good. all it's it's all love um I really resonated uh, a lot of, a lot with you on um on so many things you said it's like uh there's like a, a pathway that's very familiar in terms of how you think. I wish I could do what you do with my hands. Unfortunately, I, I don't have the I don't have the the natural skill, but hey man, you know, look at I, the school. The school looks great. You did that. I appreciate it, man. You know, I tried I did, I did the best I could. Uh and uh like you said, I knew it had to be done. I made a promise to my students. Um, I said, oh, you know, you'll have this in this amount of time, and it was done. Um, so that's kind of like going back to what you said, you know. It, yeah, keeping your word and, you know, what your name, what you want your name to be, not just this, the logo or the symbol, but what you want people to associate with your name yeah. matters even more. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that the degree of excellence and being, you know, attacking a goal and, you know, being methodical, of course, um, having a good, experience, great experience here. I'm not looking to turn out, you know, expecting to turn out Olympic champions here, but if that's what they want to do, we probably can't. Um, but I believe I'm more, I'm more concerned with the value that yes. they get from this and uh, the experience. And I, I'm sure all of the people that have, uh, you know, hired you to work for them are immensely uh, proud and happy with their homes. I mean, just the thought that you make someone's home more of a home. Right, right. Like you actually can, you actually in your job carry out, I carry out my vision for people you carry out other people's visions for themselves. Yes. That's very, that's very powerful. Very. That's very powerful. So I hope you understand, you know, the value Thanks. of the work, man. Um, but Thank yeah, you. brother, uh, we've spent a lot of time here. We could spend 
hours more. We've yeah. spoken down on the phone for hours. Oh, yeah. probably, probably should have made those podcasts too. Um, <laughs> but this has been wonderful, man. Where can people find you? Um, and just tell, tell us briefly, you know, what, uh, what work you do, what work uh, you don't do, um, how people can get in touch with you. Um, just leave people some, uh, some contact information while I got you for another couple of seconds. Okay, definitely. So I'm um, based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um, so I'm general contracting, um, specializing in carpentry. Uh, you can find me on IG, Google, got a website as well, but those handles are AB general contracting. Um, that's yeah. Yeah. You can look those up and then, um, the type of work I do kitchens, bathrooms, generally house remodels. I can do, I, I, I do, um, commercial as well. Um, uh, not so much lately, but commercial, I mean, if I can't do it, I'm gonna let you know, but I pretty much can do it, do it all. Um, as far as my musician, and drumming skills, uh, I, you can find me at Vontae603 Drums. That's on IG. I got an uh, IG page up on there. I, I, uh, you know, I can do drum tracking. I can do, I, I'm, I'm doing a lot more studio work now. Um, I, I, I do do a little bit of live, but my schedule, you know, and, and rehearsals, it, it had to be worth my while for sure. For sure. Yo, it's been, it's, been, it's been great, man. Um, I'm sure people will uh, will look you up. Um, I don't even have to ask you why you. Um, they just got to go to your page and see uh, see the quality. I know personally, I took a look at your page and said I didn't know he could do work like that. Um, wow. So it was it was it was pretty pretty insane. So, um, but brother, thank you for your time this afternoon on a Sunday. Yes, um, sir. Thank you Likewise. for all of the knowledge you dropped um, for us and. Uh, just uh, you know, vibing with the energy and everything. It's always good talking to you. Stick around after we uh, after I hit the uh, end of the record session here, and then uh, guys, this is the end of the twelfth episode of the Mastery Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're out. Yes, sir.